Hello and welcome to the Yarniacs podcast. This is episode 17, which we are recording on Tuesday, August 21st. I'm Gail. And I'm Charlene. Welcome to the podcast. This is our reunion podcast Yay! because we're sitting together <laughs> in Santa Cruz. We're actually recording today at the Swift Stitch, our local yarn store where Charlene is a faithful um, yarn enabling employee. <laughs> and so you'll hear some ambient noise, probably squeals of delight as people downstairs are buying new sweaters quantities of yarn. <laughs> <laughs> but it's much quieter, quieter, we determined here, than in either of our homes because Absolutely. it's still summer, the kids are still home with the husbands, and it's just a lot of noise going on. So. Well, they have one week left of summer, so they're trying to cram everything possible to do in beach, this, friends over, sleepover, blah, exactly. blah, Exactly. <laughs> and we can't even go to the beach. <laughs> so, what are you wearing today? What am I wearing? Well, I was telling Gail that... I don't really want to talk about my brand new Laika sweater in this segment because I want to save it for what have I finished, but just it's a to preview, <laughs> it is what I'm wearing. I did post a couple of teaser not pictures. so, te- yeah, teaser pictures. That's a good way to put it because they're not real, true, finished object photos. So I'll be getting to those soon, but... As a teaser, that's what I'm wearing. <laughs> and I, I'm wearing my 5200K tunic, which I just had to wear today because I wanted to show it off to Charlene. Oh, I, I'm glad you did. It's yeah, it's so cute. It's really cute. I'm really, really happy with how it turned out. So that's what I'm wearing. It's a little bit on the toasty side for that in Santa Cruz today. It started <laughs> yeah. out foggy and chilly. It was. And I thought, See, that's why I was ooh. wearing mine, yeah. too. It was chilly this the morning. the excitement of, ooh, we get to wear hand knits today, and then boom, the sun came right. out. It is amazing how that happens. It's foggy and it's chilly, and then the minute the sun comes out, you're sweating. It goes up ten degrees. Yeah, 20 in degrees. a matter of minutes, yeah. it feels like. Yeah. So that's what we're wearing, and I didn't show you. I have to show Charlene my buttons in person, my little oh, cloth-covered yes. buttons that I got in Montpellier. Those Aren't are they adorable? Sweet. And and Gail does have a picture of the buttons on, on her project yes, page on I do. Ravelry. So they're just little cute cloth-covered buttons that I don't think I've ever seen anything like them here in America, unless someone I know has made them They're personally. smaller than I pictured. Yeah, they're teeny. <laughs> they're cute. Yeah, they're super They're, they're really like cute. teeny pops of color on the yeah, sweater. Yeah, I like it. So that's what we're wearing. Nice choice. What are you stocking? Okay, for some reason, this week, for me, it is all about Hannafetic. Two sweaters that I have had on the horizon, both sweaters I have talked about before, but I've got some, I, I'm, I'm not sure. Two, uh, the two sweaters I'm considering are the Breezy Cardigan. Love it. And the Walpole Love Cardigan. It. Love them both. I was sitting and looking at project pictures yesterday, and for the Breezy Cardigan, I have had some Madeleine Tosh yarn set aside for it. It's a lace weight yarn. Do you remember the name of the, the color name? Breezy is a lace weight? Well, you can... Is, is that the wrong one? There's two of them. She There's has, Effortless and Breezy. Oh, I thought were both on your radar. They are, and they're both similar style. Okay. But Breezy... Is lace weight? You can do in lace weight or sock <gasps> weight, fingering, or sport weight. Depending, you know, as long as you knit it up to that gauge. Oh, ding, 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 ding. I'm loving lace weight sweaters, so thank you for putting <laughs> that on my radar. Well, see, that's just it. So I've had some Malintosh yarn set aside for Breezy. And then recently I acquired another Malintosh <laughs> yarn, um, the Tosh Merino Light, in the 
William Morris colorway. It's beautiful. She's I, fondling a stain right now. That I was considering for the Walpole. And now that I am trying to figure out which sweater I want to knit, Gail, I'll pose this question to you. Do you remember the color that I was thinking of for my breezy? I'm, did you already buy the yarn? I did. And you bought a skein or two. Silver Fox. Silver Fox. There we go. It. Yeah. So I'm trying to decide which color is best for which oh. sweater. Because I had, you know, you know how you have yarn for a project and then yeah. all of a sudden you think, oh, but wait, I could actually switch those. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> I would totally do Breezy and Silver Fox and, and Silver Wapple Fox in this and one. Wapple Absolutely. This one. Yeah. That's what, what my original plan was. And yes. I'm thinking, oh, but I could switch them. But I don't know if I really want to. But anyway, those are the two sweaters that I am considering. And the other reason I, I'm thinking about knitting, knitting a lightweight sweater is, Gail knows about this already, but I've been having some weird pain in my arm, probably tendon pain in my elbow is what I am guessing at this point. And so I'm thinking lightweight knitting is probably the way to go right now. Yeah, versus a heavy worsted weight yeah, tugging yeah. on your arms project. Yeah. Yeah. And I, to be honest, I really haven't been knitting that much for the last two weeks. I've been resting. Yes, it's a so. tragedy. <laughs> so I'm hoping to be able to get back into it. But what are you stocking now I that am, you're home yes, and have now that internet I'm, access? Exactly. It's like, <laughs> it's almost addicting. It's a bad thing in some ways. I'm stocking Joji Locatelli patterns. And mm. I've wanted to knit the Jenica and the opposite pole sweater for a mm -hmm. long time. And I was posing the question in one of the groups that I'm a member of on Ravelry. What should I start next? And someone said, oh, well, there's a knit along for the Jenica starting September 1st. It was like, okay, well, that's what I'm going to cast on <laughs> September 1st. They made that easy. And then I found out that Joji is hosting on her Ravelry group her own knit along from September through December for any of her sweater patterns. Just, you know, come knit with us and have fun, which both knit alongs, they aren't prize oriented so much as just, you know, have fun knitting with us, which is what I enjoy about knit alongs. So I'm actually going to be participating in both of those knit alongs, and I hope to knit the Jenica in September and maybe the opposite pole in October. They're both on, Ooh. I have Madeline Tosh Erin, E-R-I-N, yarn, which is a worsted weight, so they should be fairly quick knits on big needles, which I haven't done in a long time. So those are the Joji patterns I'm stalking. And there is a new book, ebook release called Winterfell by Avril Lang. And these are four cardigan sweaters based on the female characters in the Game of Thrones books. I guess so, with the Winterfell yeah. title. <laughs> and they're all really, really cute. Are they? Yeah. I'm gonna have to check that out. The one I like the best is Arya's Needle, which is fingering weight. It reminds me of Laika, but it's a pullover. And it has buttons along the raglan um, shaping on the front of one shoulder mm -hmm. so like diagonally from your neck down to yeah. your underarm yeah. and I really really like that sweater and she has oh, I'm gonna have to look for oh that. they're really cute there's one called Lady Catelyn Sansa's Summer and then one simply called Winterfell oh okay three different weights of yarn so there's one in fingering two in DK and one in worsted and they're all very oh I'm sorry one of them is the pullover Arya's needle is a pullover the other three are cardigans so I'm waiting to see some more FOs 
before I pounce. But <laughs> I would love to knit Arya's needle. It's really pretty. Oh, I really want to check that out. Yeah, it's um, an ebook that if you buy the book itself, it's about nineteen dollars. And mm-hmm. if you buy each individual pattern, I think it was in euros, and I think it's five euros per pattern, which I don't know how that works out, or twenty euros for the whole mm-hmm. set of four. Mm-hmm. Well, that doesn't give you a discount. I must be wrong. Anyways, I just wrote down the price for the entire. Oh, it was probably 15 euros for all four patterns as mm. opposed to five each. And so, I'm guessing since this is Winterfell, she'll probably do collections from the other she houses might. too. Maybe. <laughs> it was funny because Rebecca, when she and I went to Montpellier, she's actually the first person who told me about these. Oh. And she said, oh, I would love to see what. Oh, what's the villainous is Cersei? What oh, a yeah. Cersei sweater would look like. <laughs> so I agree. I would love to see what that would look like. Interesting. Yeah, Gail and I have been slogging our way a bit through the later books yeah. in that series. Loved the first three, didn't like the fourth, still haven't yeah. finished the fifth. Well, I did finish, we didn't talk about this oh. before, but I did finish the fifth when you were gone, so I I forgot it today, but I do no have hurry. that to hand no back hurry. to you. <laughs> I'm not in a hurry, I promise. So okay. that's what I'm stocking, both Joji Locatelli patterns and the Avril Lang Winterfell patterns. Now, what are you knitting? I see something beautiful in front of you. What am I knitting? I Well, two things. The thing that is not in front of me is the cowl neck vest. The Cecily Galwick McDonald one, which you have heard about for several episodes now. It is almost done. I think I've actually finished the knitting on it. See, I, I this one has been a bit of a slow knit for me. I cast on when Gail was gone. I actually cast on during the opening ceremonies of the Olympics. Oh, really? Yeah, it just worked out that way. It don't... It wasn't meant to be yes, an Olympic project, but I did cast it on during the opening ceremonies. Like I said, it just happened that I needed a new project. Um, And then it was during the last week of the Olympics, now that I think about it, that I first noticed a little twinge in my arm. Mm. So I stopped knitting that week, or I stopped knitting on, and actually I kind of stopped knitting that week just because I wasn't sure what was causing it. So the project sat and sat and sat, but I did finally finish the edging on that, and I do need to find buttons. I so, still think we need a button field trip. Yeah, we do. Maybe when school starts, <laughs> we should just take off yeah. for the day and head out to some yeah. local yarn stores over yeah. the hill and that would be shop. fun. That would be oh, fun. A button interjection here. Another group that I'm on in Ravelry, someone said that she makes buttons herself Uh out of fallen branches. Oh, wow. I think that would be a fun project. We could get some redwood branches Mm -hmm. and try to make some redwood buttons. Hmm. It might be really fun. That would be. Sorry for the interruption. Good woodworking tools, though. Uh, My husband, I'm sure, has stuff that we Mm. can use. Okay, and the second thing that I am knitting that is sitting right here in front of me is the free pattern from Christy Verity called 198 Yards of Heaven. I did mention it on our last episode. It is some fairly basic lace. I think it's probably a good beginner lace project because it's not a huge shawl, although you can make it with bigger yarn and end up with a bigger shawl. It seems like there are so many projects on Ravelry and people have used 
every size yarn to make it so you can probably play around with it a lot but the pattern also has written and charted stitch instructions so that makes it more accessible to more people I think and it's got your basic increases and decreases so it's probably good for somebody who wants to start out trying a lace project well also the small nature of it would make it an appealing first project too because it's not daunting right 198 right. yards i mean yeah and it's more appealing yeah. for a first project i think and i have one skein of this yarn which is about 200 meters i think it said so hopefully i'm going to be able to eke out most of the shawl if i don't i have extra just, yeah that's true gail has extra or i'll just leave out a few rows i'm not sure how the edging goes but we'll see it's the same gorgeous blue wool that I used for my Peggy Sue cardigan. Oh, that's true. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. It's so pretty. I've been sitting here thinking, wow, that's a pretty color. Forgetting that yeah. I have a cardigan at home in it. Yeah. Yeah. So, and like I said, I just haven't been knitting as much. So if anybody has any experience with elbow tendonitis or tennis elbow i'm not sure which it is that i have or maybe one is a subset of the other maybe ten i think tendonitis is actually the big Overall, label that goes yeah. over all of the types of ailments but if anybody has any any hints or home remedies for me, or recommendations yeah, i've been icing but i think it's getting better we'll see Ooh, ask me about Arnica after, if you've tried Arnica yet. I did try some last night, I so I've tried it once. I don't know if it's helped at all. <laughs> Something to consider. And Gail, what are you knitting? Okay, wait for it. What I'm actually <laughs> knitting right now oh, in yeah. my hand, you're not going to believe this. I am knitting a pair of socks. I didn't know if I'd ever really say those words. I actually knit one pair of socks Called, I think they're the diddly socks or something for an infant. I mean, they were teeny tiny. And I enjoyed knitting those, but I've never been attracted so much to sock knitting. Don't know why. And recently I heard of the pattern called Palm Palm Peds. And it's by Searle. Let's see if I can speak properly. Pearl <laughs> Soho by the Pearl Bee. Very great source of free patterns, very well written. And this particular pattern is basically a sock tutorial. I printed it yesterday, not looking at how many pages it was before I printed it. 17 pages because <gasps> she provides pictures oh, of pretty much every step of the process. So oh my I only have my first five rows of ribbing accomplished because I just cast on last night. But based on my quick look through of the pattern, I'm really looking forward to these. I'm using some deep stash yarn to do it. And I will give you my opinion on the pattern and the finished objects next episode because hopefully I'll be done by then since I'm casting on for the Jenica hoodie on September 1st. That gives me some time to work on some varied projects between now and then as opposed to just casting on another sweater immediately. <laughs> but I did also cast on for the Aenea Shrug, which I mentioned in a couple, couple episodes ago by Cecily Glowick McDonald. And I'm using my Malabrigo Arroyo in the Archangel colorway, which is stunningly yeah, beautiful. that one is. Colors I wouldn't normally choose for myself because yeah. typically yellow and orange are off the Gale list because they just make me look like a corpse. But this particular variegated yarn has purples, almost browns, doesn't really have pink, but 
it's very difficult to describe, but I'm loving how it's knitting up. I don't know how good it's going to look as a finished object garment on my body, but it has interesting construction. It's on bigger yarn than I've been using all summer, so that's fun. It's going really quickly, and it's a very well-written pattern, so I'm really enjoying it so far. I'm probably about a third of the way through it, and I just cast on, what, a few days ago? So quick, quick pattern to knit. So those are my two socks and a shroud. I know. Well, I have to say, after you told me about the sock, I went and I looked at the pattern pictures, and it's really cute. It is. I, could, just, I could make a pair of those for myself. They're you could probably really make a pair cute. in like a weekend. They're really, really cute. Like little tennis socks. Pom-pom or, socks. Yeah. And of course, you don't have to put the pom-pom right, on the back. But right. of course, I they're will because really I'm just cute. that way. But they <laughs> they're are. really, really cute. Yeah, they're like little anklet, not even anklet socks. They're, so are you going to make them all gray? No. Or? I'm using my Spud and Chloe Fine in a dark gray for the contrasting cuff. Okay. And I'm okay. going to knit both socks the same. The pattern calls for you use the contrasting color on one as the main color for the other. Oh, but I'm going to use even notice that. Yeah, dark gray for the cuff on both. And I have a skein of Madeline Tosh MCN fingering in Robin's Egg Blue. Oh, that'll be pretty. Which will be the body of the sock because I have more of that yarn. Yeah, so I'm hopefully these will look cute with my little dance go clogs. Yes, they will. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a goal. I have a purpose. Something to wear them with. All right. All right. So what have you finished? What have I finished? Well, as I mentioned, I finished my Leica sweater. Yay! My knit along project. Yay! I finished it just in time for the end of the knit along, which is coming up next week. Next Ten week days. or this week? Ten, Ten days. days. Okay. I don't want to panic anybody. <laughs> <laughs> and I sewed on the buttons, but it has been too warm to wear and too warm to photograph until, like I said, this foggy morning today. And I forgot my camera today, Aww. so I can't do it today. <laughs> but I do have a few comments. I definitely think it is a great pattern. I'm really loving the sweater. It is definitely not a beginner project. No. You need to be able to increase and decrease in pattern, which I think would be confusing for a beginner, not to mention confusing for me. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> um, and it also has the all-over lace pattern, so you definitely have to be comfortable knitting a lace pattern as well. The all-around edging is definitely enough to make the sanest <laughs> knitter go insane <laughs> let me tell you want to poke your eyes out with your needles kind of knitting <laughs> well you, you have a story about that too because didn't you have yours on three needles or yeah. four needles yeah. going around and around and they broke didn't one of your needles yeah. broke same story and one of my needles broke when i did it um just yeah <laughs> challenging knitting well, well only just... challenging because of the boredom factor right it's not that it's difficult to knit. It's just garter stitch. It's well, just... I thought it was difficult to wrangle all those stitches around oh, that's on multiple true. needles. That's true. Maybe that's what made your elbows sore. That's what I've yeah. been wondering. That easily could have. All it, those needles involved. Well, all and... the needles and just you're knitting the with the weight oh, of the yeah. entire exactly. sweater. Yeah. So, t yeah, to be honest, I did wonder that. Knitting I'd with the weight. i about that. And of the yarn. then gripping the tiny needles. Yes. So it could be, and like I said, I had thought of that. And also, I didn't tell you this part, but there is something else that 
happened uh, while you were gone, I cut off, I'm looking at, I'm examining my thumb here, which it looks pretty good now, but I cut the tip of my thumb off. Oh no. <laughs> and it wasn't like a, gruesome details here, it wasn't like a big enough piece to oh. stitch back on. Yeah. So I you didn't, super glue it or something? I basically did. Yeah. There's that stuff you can spray on, the spray on bandage. Yeah. So I just did that and it well, actually, I, can't, I don't see any kind of scar at all. Exactly. I can't even tell where you cut yourself. It healed really good. Wow. But I think that was when I was finishing this, and I know that that made me hold things oh, differently. differently. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Because I was trying to not rub that part of my thumb, because I was trying to preserve what skin I had left. Oh. So, yeah, that could be it. That, that actually, it. that I remember it being... You're right. It was very difficult to wrangle. That's it's, a good way yeah, to describe it. It was sweater wrangling. Yes. Definite sweater wrangling. Kind of like herding because, cats. Yeah. different. Exactly. <laughs> because you had to slide all these stitches across mm -hmm. the needle. It wasn't the kind of thing that you could pick up and put down. I had to settle myself in my chair, have all my tools around yes. me that I needed. Because if I had to put it down... I needed to make sure that everything was in place. Yes, yes. And I <laughs> it lived sounds in constant ridiculous. No, but I lived but... in constant fear after my first needle broke that another was exactly. going to break and those tiny stitches yeah. were going to fall off yeah. the needle and oh exactly. yes. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So it's definitely within the realm of possibility that Leica is the cause caused me <laughs> physical damage. <laughs> But the effect is so beautiful. <laughs> it is. It is. It's like women who wear high heels, even though it's it's excruciating. It's oh, a that's fashion way statement. different. <laughs> it probably isn't, but since I don't wear high heels, I can yep, say that exactly. <laughs> but definitely, yeah, you need a long needle or two or three set aside for that epic etching. Yeah, the nitpicks or any kind of cable, interchangeable cables that are 60 inches long. And yeah. 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 But I do love the sweater. I. It's really, really pretty. I love the way the color about it now. Knit <laughs> but I do love the sweater. I yep. love the color. It's Briar in the Madeline Tosh Tosh Marina Light. And if you will recall, I was a little bit nervous about using this yarn for this sweater because it is a single ply I just wasn't sure and I ended up writing to other knitters who had made this project out of the same exact yarn base through Ravelry and 100% resounding yes came back to me that it's a great yarn for this sweater so I'm glad I took the plunge and made it and I'm glad I'm wearing it and it is going to be a perfect fall sweater yes when, for here for yeah, sure yeah when fall hits and we have our cold mornings and our cold evenings and our 90 degree afternoons, afternoons. <laughs> yeah exactly you can layer it with things and then exactly. when you take it off you have smaller layers underneath yeah, yeah. exactly it's also going to be good for here in the fall too or anywhere where your temperature varies because when it's chillier out, you can actually very easily, you know, wrap a cowl around yourself or pull the hood up. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's really versatile, I think, in terms of temperature control. Well, I made sure I did not make my hood huge because I wasn't sure. Some of the hoods are really big, big on the yeah. projects. 
and I wasn't sure that I would actually use the hood, although I love hoods because, as I've mentioned before, I do get a lot of pain in one of my shoulders, and the extra layer that the hood provides to give you that, give me that warmth is really nice. Yeah. So, so that's what I have to say. Leica is a great project. It it had its challenges, but I'm very happy that I did it. Would I knit it again? I actually might. <laughs> I do like the sweater that much. So despite the amount of time that I spent discussing the challenges, I love the project. I love my sweater. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers for a successful FO. Yeah. So, Gail, what have you finished? I've been the whirling dervish of finishing <laughs> the last week, and I am so happy with my FOs. So I finished my Lar cardigan which is the Gudrun Johnson pattern that you heard me talk about last several episodes, I believe, which, okay, I know every time I finish a sweater, I say, I love this. It's the, <laughs> my favorite thing ever. But for our climate, I think that I'm sold on lace weight sweaters. Yeah. It is just so I light, I know. but still keeps so you warm. Good. It's like wearing a cobweb almost. I mean, it's, it's hard to describe yeah. what a light layer it gives you. And... I walked in, so I finished it Friday. I was frantically sewing on the rest of my yeah. buttons because Charlene was working and I wanted to come into the sew stitch and show her. And I walked in and the knitting group was sitting around and I was just overwhelmed with praise on my sweater. It was the coolest feeling. Yeah. And literally, I just finished sewing on my last button like 20 minutes before I walked through the door. So it has received resounding compliments. Um, my husband, once again, he's like, wow, it's a work of art. And it wasn't that difficult to knit. <laughs> I wouldn't call it a beginner sweater by any stretch of the imagination. However, it does have the whole skirt, which is just stock in it. Yeah. The skills you will need, there is a Pico cast on at the oh, bottom and it's bottom up. Talk about that. So yeah. the Pico cast on is uh, time consuming. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's well, a little it's, fiddly because you're yeah. using pretty small needles. Of course, late weight yarn, lace weight yarn, you're using small needles anyways. And, Casting on a lot of yeah. stitches, yes, right? yeah, a lot a of yeah. stitches. Pico cast on, and then there's a pico bind off along yeah. the neckline and along yeah. the cuffs. So those are two skills you need. You do need to be able to increase and decrease, and it has a set-in seamless sleeve, which I believe it's the first time I've ever done that. And it's shaped with short rows at the shoulder cap which were really fun to knit. I was worried yeah. at first that, oh, this is gonna be hard, my wraps are gonna show. Her technique for doing it is perfect. And it, cool. you end up with this really pretty border at the shoulder, which when it's blended in with the lace, the, the whole upper part, the bodice of the sweater is lace on the front and the, the fronts and the back, it's a cardigan. The way the lace lines up with the border of the set-in sleeves is just really, really pretty. And then the sleeves themselves are stockinette with the Pico bind-off at the cuff, and it's three-quarter length sleeves. I could not be more pleased with this sweater, <laughs> really. I mean, the pattern was so well-written and easy to follow. Oh, that's great. Even with all the lace work, it wasn't a difficult lace pattern to remember. You know, I'm not one who memorizes my lace patterns very easily, so I did have to have my chart. It's written and charted, so for lace knitters of either preference, mm -hmm. there you go. I don't have a single itsy-bitsy complaint about that pattern. It was just stunningly well-written and a wonderful knit. It was really, really fun to knit. There yeah. were so many different things happening in it that by the time I was 
tediously bored of the stockinette stitch, oh, well, look, it's time to gather in for the A-line or under the bust narrowing. They're, it almost looks like pleats in the front. And then, oh, now I'm starting lace. And, oh, now I'm separating for the fronts and the backs and keeping track of all these different things. And, oh, now I'm doing sleeves. So it flowed really, really well. It did take me longer to knit than normal because I was on vacation and not really knitting as much as I normally would, but it was the perfect traveling oh, project because of the light weight of the yarn. So I had this little like pencil case project bag. Everything fit perfectly into that little tiny bag, which then I could just shove into my carry-ons or you know, if we're going somewhere for the day in the car, I could toss it in the car. Very, very perfect for travel knitting. So that's my Lara cardigan. Total thumbs up on that one. And I have to say that yet again, this is another example yeah. of the sweater or the pictures for the sweater. I liked them, but once I see the sweater in person, I really want to make it now too. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's another one of those pictures don't do it justice. Yeah. The other thing that I knit since our last episode, was the Nori hat, also by Gudrun Johnson, and that's spelled N-O-R-I-E. It'll also, of course, be in the show notes. Very quick knit hat. I knit it in just a few days out of the hand-spun yarn my friend Louise gave me in France, which is a gorgeous, slow color changing of pinks, yellows, a little bit of orange, a little bit of purple. And once again, I would tell you normally I would never wear <laughs> yellows or oranges, but for some reason, this color actually works for I me. So does, yeah. I'm really, really it's happy cute. with the hat. It's super cute. It'll be great. It's just a little toss on in the winter. Yeah. Of course, it's a little bit warm to be showing it to Charlene right but now. But it looks cute. <laughs> yeah, I really do enjoy it. Again, perfectly written pattern. It has basic knit in the round techniques. You will do some garter stitch and of course there's decreasing for the crown and there is a cat's paw lace i don't know if you'd call it a band you do one repeat of it then you do some stockinette then you do another repeat stockinette etc and you end up with four bands of the lace pattern would you call it a band yeah. it goes around that yeah that's a good way to yeah so it. it just the colors i'm so happy with the colors so I recommend that one as well. And I finally finished my Lefty Shawlette by Martina Bam, which I've been talking about for weeks and weeks and weeks. <laughs> I finally finished it. Once again, I didn't enjoy knitting it, and that is a totally personal opinion based on the amount of garter stitch. The entire shawl is garter stitch with each row getting longer, which bored me to tears. <laughs> the pattern itself is extremely well written. It works with so many different yarns and colors and etc. etc. You could make it in so many different varieties, and it is a beautiful finished it object. It is beautiful, and you know there are every knitter's different, and there's a lot of knitters that enjoy garter stitch. So mm -hmm. it's obviously it has its affection. Garter stitch has its affectionados. Yes, absolutely. And the shawl itself is really pretty. It really yeah. is. For an FO, I'm really thrilled yeah. with it. I, and you know what's I funny? Like I pulled out my Coraline cardigan that I finished a month or two yeah, ago, yeah. the light pink one, yeah. because my husband was going to take pictures of my FOs for me, and I uh -huh. grabbed it out of the closet and put it on. It looks really good with the lefty <laughs> shawl. It really works well with that. Excellent. I was thrilled. So when New you see, outfit. yeah, when you see my <laughs> FO pictures, that's my Coraline sweater underneath. So those are my three finished objects about which I am thrilled. Yay. Yay. In response to several comments and queries in different threads in our Ravelry group, we wanted to have a brief discussion about knitting needles and our preferences given 
The different types I would categorize as circular, double point needles, and straight, and different materials mainly being wood, metal, and acrylic. Do you have a favorite, Charlene? I do. I prefer wood needles over metal needles. I can also use acrylic needles, but I have more wood needles and they are, you can find them more easily, That's more true. readily. They're more accessible. And I do prefer circular needles over straight needles. I would so agree. wooden circulars I would, would be agree. my top choice. And why is that your favorite? Well, I don't like using metal needles. I'm one of those knitters who does not like to use metal needles, perhaps because it well it bothers my hands <laughs> flat out it flat out it bothers my hands and i'm not sure exactly why i have a couple of theories the needles are slippery so i know i probably grip them harder so that could be it i also have tendonitis in my wrists so perhaps the metal bothers me because of the tendonitis would it be the rigidity of the metal? It maybe? could be the rigidity. It could be the fact. I've also heard theories that cold needles aggravate tendonitis. So the metal stays cold in the hand. I'm not really sure. And I'm not even sure if it's all metal. I have been told that sterling silver warms Whoa. up in the hand. <laughs> and there are, yes, they are expensive. Uh, sterling silver needles made by individual or independent needle Needlemakers. manufacturers. Okay. So they're out there. I've never even heard of those. I, I have seen them. I don't remember who makes them, but I have seen them. But obviously I've never tried them, so I cannot speak to that. But I do use a lot of bamboo and a lot of wood, and I mostly use circulars. What about you? I, again, also prefer typically wood and circular needles. I never use straight needles. And double-pointed needles I will use, you know, mm -hmm. to finish off the top of a hat, for mm -hmm. example. Or if I'm knitting something very small, like an amigurumi mm -hmm. type of mm -hmm. animal for one of the kids. Or I-cord. They're very good for I-cord. Yes, they are. <laughs> and I actually prefer wood for the most part, but I am embracing metal. Because mm -hmm. typically I don't like to knit with metal. But I purchased some new sharp, oh goodness, I just forgot the name, Haya Haya sharp oh, okay. needles, and I love them. I purchased three different size needle tips and two different length cables to oh, attach so they're them. Interchangeable. They're interchangeable. Okay. So I did not purchase a whole set. They have them in sets as well. I didn't purchase a set because I wanted to try them first. Of course. And yeah. they do not stay cold in my hands. Oh. And they have a lot of the slipperiness of a metal needle which I'm finding I really like for fingering weight projects. I don't know if I'm going to like it so much with the lace weight projects I hope to knit this summer because I'm afraid that the stitches are going to slip off too mm. easily. But I'm really enjoying the Haya Haya Sharps. And I also have some of the Addy short circular needles that I use for sleeves and such mm -hmm. that I really like as well. So mm -hmm. those metal needles I've really been enjoying. And another one that I tried are the collage needles that have mm. the square oh, yes. metal tips. Yeah. And yeah. I really like those too. I was surprised. They're supposed to be different from an ergonomic perspective. Mm -hmm. And have you borrowed those yet to try? No, I haven't. Oh, goodness. <laughs> have to remind me to give those to you. I've enjoyed knitting with those. Also, I don't know if I felt a difference per se with my hands and wrists. Yeah. Because I don't typically have pain, I will get hand pain if I'm doing 
especially something really, really tightly knit with small needles because mm-hmm. then you're really grabbing yeah. it. If they're like, for example, double pointed needles that are super skinny, yeah. I've actually knit things where when I'm done, the needles are bent. <laughs> I haven't snapped one, but bent. And of course, my experience with the acrylic needles, not so good. I've had many breakages and I've only tried Knit Picks acrylic and I don't want to bash Knit Picks because their customer service, they did indeed replace all the items that broke. But it's no fun to be knitting somewhere and have your knitting needle break and you're right. unable to knit. Right. Or the cables. Now, yeah. that has been my experience with the knit pick needles that I have had cables break. And same with Gail. The customer service has been very easy to deal with and they have been replaced. But I am not happy to have my tool break, break mm-hmm. in the middle of a project. When mine broke at the beach yesterday, the kids were saying, oh, mommy, won't they just give you a new one? And I said, they will, but does that help me right now? <laughs> oh, I guess not. So, you know, it's the immediacy yeah. of a broken needle that's yeah. the problem for me. Yeah. And I haven't tried a lot of new needles lately. I have tried in the past. I have tried the Denise needles, which is another interchangeable acrylic needle. Oh, those are set. acrylic? Yes. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah. And I actually liked those a lot. And the only thing I didn't like would be the cable because I found the cable to be very thick, but it wasn't prohibitive. I actually liked those needles. Right now, I know a lot of people are talking about the metal signature needles, mm-hmm. which are to me, very expensive. I would love, love to try them. And I'd love know. to hear from people who have tried them. I, the I would. Thread. I would, because I would like to hear if they are worth it. And aren't those the ones that are about $45 yeah. per set? Per yeah, so one set. circular needle yes. is about $45. Yes. I would love to try those, but right now, it's not in the budget. The other ones I would love to try are the Addy Naturas. I would like to try those Which also. are a bamboo Addy needle and are available as an interchangeable set. Oh, I didn't realize those yeah. came in interchangeable form yeah. too. I would love to try those as well. Research, you know, I need to do research and figure out what my next tool of choice will be. <laughs> yeah, I tend to acquire needles or have over the past few years. Oh, I need this specific needle size, mm-hmm. this for, this specific length circular for a sleeve or this or that. So I'll go buy one online right. and I'll try something different just yeah. for the experiment. Oh, yeah. So yeah. that's how I ended yeah. up with my Haya Haya Sharp yeah. tips and cables. And I really like those. Yeah. They're pretty affordable too. Yeah, that's what I've heard. That's so. what I've heard. One of the things that I have been using for the last couple of years, and Gail as well, are the shorter circular needles, which I think when I started knitting for sleeves and such, or small things knit in the round, Mm -hmm. I was using mainly double points. And I still knit on double points. It's probably, if I were to knit socks, I would probably choose double points or two circulars as opposed to the tiny one circular needle. Did I make, did I say yeah. that correctly? Okay. So you would choose, <laughs> if you were knitting socks, you would choose double pointed needles over a small circular? Yes. Okay. Or two circulars. 
over a so one magic small loop. circular. No, two oh, no. circulars. Okay, right, two right, circulars. Right, right. I don't. Loops, I don't right. like magic loop. I don't so either. I don't, yeah, magic loop. I don't know. I think it's one of those. It's an acquired thing or an acquired process, skill. acquired skill. That's the word I'm looking for. In the same way that using double points is an acquired yes. or practiced yes. skill. I think if you don't practice a lot at it, then it can be fid- either method can be fiddling. But for me, I just have done more knitting on double points. But recently, I have been using the small circulars for sweater sleeves. And I really like knitting sleeves on the tiny circulars. See, I've done that exclusively for the last, I think, four years. I think I may have knit two sweaters with double-pointed needles on the sleeves. I actually, when I was knitting the deep breath sweater, which was at least four or five years ago, I was using double-pointed needles on the sleeves. And if you've never used double-pointed needles, or if you have and you have this problem, (laughs) there's something called laddering. Where, where your circular needles, I'm sorry, where your double pointed needles join, mm-hmm. sometimes the stitch that forms at those joins is wider than the other stitches and it leaves this gap. Known as the ladder. That's known as ladder. So as I was knitting the deep breath sweater, I was getting these horrible oh, you know, three ladders, ladders that yeah. corresponded to the three joins and I really didn't want my sweater <laughs> of to look like not. that. So that's <laughs> when I ordered my first short circular needle and I've been hooked ever since. Yeah, I really like those. So that's probably the biggest needle change for me in the last or needle addition, I should say, in the last couple of years. Yep. So I do have a lot of double pointed needles, but I can't say they get a whole lot of use. <laughs> They're the ones that kind of float around at the bottom of the needle bag and you know, I pull them out when I need to, but I love my circular needles. Yeah, I, I do really too. Do. I do too. I actually have a set of bamboo straights which I inherited from my aunt, and so I will probably never, ever part with them because they were my aunt's. So like an heirloom a treasure. Yes, yes, but yep. I don't knit with them all that often. But it's when so I do, they are, but yeah. when I do knit with them, I feel really good because I know that my aunt knit with them. That's so. neat. That's very neat. <laughs> so hopefully if you have knit with any of those needles that Charlene and I have wanted to try and haven't yet, you will drop us a little note on one of our Ravelry threads and let us know what you think and whether we should experiment and splurge at our next opportunity. I know. I'm really like curious. The next stitches Re- or I know. I'm yeah. really curious. So, Okay. Thanks for asking the question, you guys. Okay. So I have another tips for yarnies this week, and this is for sock knitters specifically. Gail had mentioned being a Gail had mentioned knitting socks this week and I have knit a lot of socks in the past. I'm not knitting a lot of socks currently because my sock drawer is full and can't hold anymore. <laughs> I need to wear some of my socks out this winter before I can knit some new ones. But there are a lot of people that like to block their socks and there are a lot of sock blockers out there for sale. And I personally do not block my socks, but I have seen these nifty little shoe shapers at shoe stores. And sometimes when you buy a shoe, or sometimes they just get tossed out and recycled, sometimes when you see a shoe in the store, when you get it fresh out of the box, there's either a cardboard shape in it or a plastic shape in it. Sometimes they're nothing more than a little oval, but sometimes they're actually foot shaped. Okay. And I've seen, I actually have some plastic ones at home that are foot shaped and they have even little toe 
impressions in it, and they're really funny. So if you can find those, those are great little free three-dimensional sock blockers. Sock blockers. Yes, yeah. because you're buying it. I, you know, assuming that you're, they came in a shoe that you bought for your own foot. It's, the it's right going size. to be the right size. Oh, how clever! Or close to the right size. But anyway, every time I see those in the store, I think, oh, free sock blockers. So whether you find them in a pair of shoes that you buy or if you go to the shoe store and look in their recycling bin take a look you might find a pair of reusable sock blockers oh my spontaneous shoe buy yesterday they didn't oh. come with such oh they a, didn't no they didn't oh dear and usually a lot of times in boots they have, have a them because one. they want that ankle part to stay to, to stay retain its shape straight so that yeah. doesn't wrinkle in the box but oh, anyway bummer little tip that's cool yeah Okay, and a knit-along update. So today is the 21st of August. That means we have 10 days to go in the knit-along. And I am so thrilled, you guys. We have about 50 finished objects already Yay. in the finished objects thread. Lovely things you all have yes. been knitting. Absolutely lovely. It's been really hard not to comment on each and every one. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've sent person. I put personal comments in people's project pages. Oh yeah, because I can't do it right, on the right. That's finished what object I mean. thread. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so thank you so much for participating. Thank you for the beautiful pictures. Thank you for your contributions to the other thread where we can comment to our heart's delight. And let's see, what else did I want to say? I wanted to, again, thank all of our donors who have contributed to the prize list or prize mm -hmm. bag prize or whatever. There we go, prize <laughs> pool. That's the word I was looking for. Again, Elena, Alana Dacos, thank you so much. She donated her book, Coastal Knits, which yeah. is the pattern collection by both That'll Alana and Hannah Fettig. We mentioned some Hannah Fettig sweaters earlier in the episode. And Alana also donated the Coastal Kids collection yeah. of four patterns. So those two separate prizes are in the prize pool. We also have the two mini sock blocker keychains that Charlene and I bought two of for giving to each other as gifts. So now we each have an extra unopened one. We also have the lovely skein of Woolmiza yarn from Evanston Michelle. And we have the three lovely skeins of hand spun yarn by my friend Louise, who I just finished the hat in the hand right. spun she gifted right. to me. So pictures of all of those are available in both the FO thread and the other knit along thread at the very top of each page, you'll see the pictures of the yarn skeins. I'm sorry, I'm chuckling, but someone's deciding to landscape outside, of course, while we're recording. No. <laughs> Sounds like a chainsaw. No, it's actually, since this is Santa Cruz, it's a surfboard shaper. <gasps> oh, that is funny. They're, they're shaping they're the fiberglass shaping blank. Fiberglass, yep. Yeah. Okay, that suits it. That totally suits Santa Cruz. Okay, so other things about the knit-along. A couple of you commented on my original comment, thanks to my husband, about everybody voting for a favorite, favorite FO. We've decided because we want you to be able to use the love button to give love to every project that you want to. So please vote for your favorite FO using the educational button for the individual posting in the FO thread. So and maybe you can go in and put that information on the back on the Yes, the I will. Post I'll add that to the yeah. top of the header. Yeah, to the top, yeah. So everybody knows how to vote for your favorite. So click on the educational button for your favorite 
F-O, and you can do that anytime between now and when I close the, well, after we close the thread, I think you can still vote. I think you can still click on the buttons. I think you can still vote. I'm not positive. I'll double check yeah. that because yeah. I would like you to be able to, for example, if we close the thread on if the 31st, if yeah. we lock it, I'd like you to still be able to vote if we right. have last minute entries. Right. So I'll check into that. But again, use the educational button to vote for your favorite. And whoever wins the favorite FO, you will receive a donation from Heather of Western Sky Knits. She is donating a skein of the Aspen Sock Yarn, which is what I just used for my 5200K. I'm not going to try and describe the color because it's beautiful and beyond my words to describe. So I'm just going to post the picture (laughs) so you can all admire it and know that that will be the gift slash prize for the person who knits the favorite FO in the knit along. So very exciting. Other things that we wanted to mention, there is some interest on our threads about a dye along. And I mean dyeing as in coloring your wool. (laughs) instead of calling it a dye along it's not really going to be something that we do as a group necessarily it's more like Charlene and I are going to be experimenting with dyeing and feel free to come and explore dyeing with us (laughs) I'll start a new thread for this laugh at us exactly share your triumphs (laughs) yes or your failures I mean however it happens to be I ordered a book that was recommended by someone on the thread and I don't remember hand dyeing I don't remember the I name of the title. Sorry, I'll, I'll make sure to include it next episode. But it should be arriving soon, so I'll know what materials I need. My aunt's knitting group donates a lot of yarn to me. They gift me yarn because they only knit acrylic hats for their charity. So anything they receive that isn't acrylic, they kind of give to me. So I've received several skeins of cashmere type of blends, summer white. One was a giant cone of cashmere lace weight. That's Christmas red. So I'm going to experiment <laughs> with over with that particular batch of yarn. There's a lot of the mm-hmm. yarn, so we could play around a lot. Thus, if you have any interest in participating and experiencing dyeing, Kool-Aid dyeing, all the other jacquard acid dyes, all the yeah. dyes that are out there, who knows what you're going to experiment with. But we'll hey, just, if you want to have a dyeing party with us, yeah. come along and we'll join in the fun. We'll just have a discussion thread. Yeah. Share And we already, Alex, who is under Dutch skies on Ravelry, she shared her experience with blowing up her, her dyeing. <laughs> she put water that was too hot inside the mason jar, screwed the lid closed, and shook it with her dye, and it exploded oh. all over her kitchen. So oh. we're already getting tips on what not to do. <laughs> she said, do not shake your dye. Always stir your dye. Well, it's the the hot aspect too. You well, never... you're supposed to use hot water, she said, but this was too hot. Uh, yeah, because you never seal. That's the, the thing. Hot yeah, liquid yeah. because the steam expansion. Will expand. Right. Yeah. So tips are already arriving on what we should not do when we're dying. Thank you very much, Alex, because <laughs> I don't want that to happen at my house or at Charlene's house. <laughs> so again, I'll start a thread on that and keep those knit along fo's coming because it's so much fun to watch them appear. And I think that's it for this I episode. I think that's it. This so, was our reunion. <laughs> and the surfboard shaper, Charlene and I, are signing off <laughs> until yes. the next time. Thanks for joining us. Happy knitting. Bye-bye. You can find us on iTunes at Yarniacs Podcast. Visit our blog with show notes at yarniacs.com. We have a growing Ravelry group, and you can follow us on Twitter at Yarniacs. 
goodbye and good knits.